I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. It's gonna be our finest episode. We're gonna take a chance tonight. Don't stop us Don't now because we're now. watching <laughs> Teen Witch. <laughs> uh, just stay with us while we talk about sing it. Sing really badly. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, Teen Witch. Teen Witch. What? A... I don't even know what to say. It's an experience. It's a lifestyle. An it's, experience. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a mood, it really. Is, it is not just a film. It is It is a way of life, really. Yeah. It is a heavenly experience. It's it as if it was made on a different planet and beamed <laughs> down here for us to enjoy. And that planet was 1989, which was very much a different, a different time. A different world, yes. It's so weird that, like, this movie and Heathers, which is, like, a completely different kind of weird, came out the same year. Like, I just... You know, it's so strange because as I was watching it last night, I thought some of these fashions do look a lot like Heathers, though. Like, Mm -hmm. there there was some stuff, like, uh, there's, there's, there's one scene where Louise is in the restroom and... Her friend comes in and checks on her, and she's wearing like a like a blazer that looks a lot like something Veronica would have on. And I was like, "Oh, Heather's came out the same year. I could kind of see that a little yeah, bit." That's true. You know? Yeah, there's definitely some fashion aesthetic similarities oh, yeah, there. Definitely, and, uh, it's very different, but it's yeah, totally. Uh, they're very. Uh, it's a lot <laughs> louder than Heather's. You know, it's a uh, very in your face, and uh, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> like Heather's has some like underlying messages. Teen Witch is just kind of uh, let's jump around and uh, in in towels and in showers hey, and have fun and it's great. That is that is not fair. There is a message <laughs> and it is you don't need magic to be yourself mm. because the real magic is within you. Within you. Thank you, Madam Serena. Yes. <laughs> Zelda fucking Rubenstein, yeah. Oh, gone too soon. Gone too but soon. Then again, I'm not sure how old she was because I I was never sure like how old she was like in Poltergeist. Yeah, she's know? one of those people she that like always ageless. looked about the same age. Yeah, yeah. yeah like she never true. really aged. Yeah, she was always just like eternally like 62 or something. Uh-huh. I don't know, which is what I aspire to be. You know, it's not a bad thing to be. You know, yeah. like. Angela Lansbury's basically basically looked sixty something yeah. now for years. So Maggie hey. Smith has basically pretty yeah. much forever looked the same. Even in like sister actually they looked the same as she does same. like now. I yeah. No. I thought she was like eighty two in Sister Act as yeah. a kid. And now I'm like, she was like in her sixties. What the fuck? Yeah, like, it's crazy. It's kinda like how uh, I think Bernadette Peters is now eternally like forty two. She's <laughs> like, like she's like, that seems like a good age for me. I'm gonna stop. Happy forty second birthday <laughs> for the fiftieth time. <laughs> I love Sticky Steven Sondheim. <laughs> She's the best. I love, I love that episode of Will and Grace. She was in, it was like one of the last episodes where she, <laughs> yeah. she was like Karen's sister. Karen's like, Jen, please. Jen, no, please. Jen, please. Jen. <laughs> I'm Karen's sister and I got a bum leg, okay? 
this is so weird. <laughs> so great. When that show was on and cooking, it was cooking with some fire. It was. It was. It was. It was, good. It was cooking. It was great. It was. It was sticky. UK. It was great. It, it, it wasn't cooking at quite as high a temperature as Teen Witch, but mm, no. What what can? What really? what can? Teen I Witch mean, really, as you said, it's it exists in its own reality. It has its own set of rules. There's, there's, <laughs> it does I not mean, abide. Really, the rules only apply to like three minutes of the film, and the rest is just like willy nilly. It's true. It's like there is ostensibly a plot, but I couldn't really yeah. tell you what that is. We'll try to to get into that, but yeah. You know the witchcraft rules. Apparently, according to this film, when you first become a witch, which happens when you turn sixteen, apparently your first few spells are easily broken and can be cast off by water. Water. But yeah. this doesn't really work many times. It works like yes. twice, pretty much, and then the mm-hmm. rest they just kind of like throw throw it out, you know. But I don't know. It's weird. It's. Yeah, and there's always sort of the question of why doesn't Madame Serena seem to have any powers anymore? Like, apparently yeah. she had powers at one point, but is she just... And she, like, saves them up in some, like, weird-looking vial of yeah or something in a yeah. drawer? I'm like, what? And I love that, like, initially she's kind of just using um louise but then she's like oh actually we've been friends like for centuries and we just keep being reborn as friends (laughs) i want like an american horror story anthology series where it's like we see other friendship throughout the ages wouldn't that be great i would be so into that oh a colonial teen witch yeah um down racist sing this song do da do da camp down racist sing this song it's just like <laughs> sorry i'm just picturing it and it's amazing <laughs> it's like oh i sure do wish that jebediah would have an interest in me <laughs> teen witch organ trail edition <laughs> i don't want to die of dysentery <laughs> My consumption is acting up. I'm sorry. Then you need boys. It's hard to break out. You need boys. You need boys. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It, uh, yeah, at some point you just have to stop asking questions because if you're one of those people who tries to watch this film logically, you're just not going to have any fun at all. I mean, like there is is sort of a plot. It's I mean, it's there just yeah. basically a teenage girl who has like one friend who likes to wear like blossom hats for some reason. Um, yep. She discovers that she is a witch on her 16th birthday because her bike breaks down and she <laughs> has to ask for a for a phone at a psychic's house. Yes. And she's like, oh my God, you have the gift. And she's like, what? And she's like, on her, on your 16th birthday, you're going to become a witch and you're going to be able to do whatever you want. But not really because you have to work at it or something. It's it's weird. Once again, she kind of reverse, ma- reverse Maleficence, Maleficence her. You know, it's like, yes. uh, you're, you're not going to die, but you're going to get your powers like on your 16th birthday. There. See, maybe that was what Maleficent was going to give the baby Aurora, but then she didn't get invited. And now if she's like, she you had know been what? Invited. Yeah. Oh my God! Come on, see, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. could have been like a Madame Serena. Like, uh, uh. anyway, I digress. And 
So then she discovers that she has these powers and starts to make things happen because she wants to get with the popular guy in school, Brad. Mm -hmm. And things don't work out quite as well as she had hoped. And so then she's like, well, if I was the most popular girl in school, then he would have to love me. And so that's really what she wishes for. And she Mm -hmm. becomes the popular girl. But it comes with, with a price because her one true friend, Polly, the connoisseur of Blossom Hats, um, she starts to feel a little bit left out. And Louise is like, you know what? This isn't really worth it, you know? And she has to make a choice, a climactic choice. Sort of, but not really. She really doesn't make a huge choice. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that last scene, I have some questions about. We'll get to it. But, you know, it's a... <laughs> yeah, I, I I just don't even know where to begin with this movie. You know, it's um, wait. Does she ever apologize to Polly? I don't think she does. I don't think she does. Uh, do do they really reconcile? It's just kind of like I think it's just like Polly finally like gets the dude like uh, Rhett or whatever. So maybe she gets Rhett and she's like, you know what? I get it now. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> no, I doesn't make it's fine. <laughs> Which I've got a dude now. We don't need to be okay. friends anymore. <laughs> I don't know how we've gone ten minutes without discussing Rhett and his little like rat pack of Run DMC wannabes. I look. I, I forgot that Rhett is kind of a snack. I did oh, not hot. remember like, it. The lyrics of these these songs are just again on another plane <laughs> of existence. So. We're not going to get too much into the interpretation because that's left for college classes, but scholarly pursuits, scholarly pursuits, really. But, you know, I, I just to quote some of the lyrics here that our dear Rhett comes up with, you know, taking our time and we're feeling cool. Don't really need to be hanging in school. It's OK. We got nothing to lose. Can't see you, baby. It's the high school blues. Um, Relatable. Yeah. Uh, it is just again very detailed and um there's just so much going on i don't even know where to to begin it's something he's an artist he is a he is is what he is and i like that he's the only one of the three that really gets any lines and the other two guys are just kind of there most of the time yeah they don't i don't think they have any anything to say no really no no even in the raps like they don't really do anything except just like convulse and stuff i don't know no i i I, maybe they're dating each other maybe that's the thing there we uh, go there's a backstory (laughs) (laughs) he can have polly and they can date each other there we go (laughs) what a happy ending i like that what a happy ending what a happy gay ending this is the gayest movie i've ever seen it is the gayest movie like you want to talk you know our friend scott and pete over at movies that made us gay like this movie made us gay It's actually, I think that might be true because I think yeah. a lot of people in our generation that have seen this probably saw it on the Disney Channel back in the mm-hmm. day, which is amazing that this played like uncut on the Disney Channel. It's I never kind realized of it. Raunchy, yeah, yeah. There's always some stuff in here that I was like, whoa, wait a second. Like they never played it like during the day. It was always like kind of late at night because I remember I would was, see it and be yeah. like, oh, I gotta watch it because I feel like I'm watching something I shouldn't be watching. Because it was PG-13, and I wasn't 13 yet. Yeah. <laughs> Such a rebel. Especially that, I mean, the barn scene, right? Or the, the, the farmhouse, whatever it is, where they're just, like, Listen, stripping and, yeah. I think that scene is still hot as fuck. And it is sexy. I remember when I first saw it. I mean, I was still, like, I don't know, I was, like, six or seven years old at the most. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was the height 
of erotic film. I really did. I was like, this is the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I got to say, I I don't think I've ever seen hotter. So suck it, Basic Instinct. This I was going to say, like, move this over, so Basic much better. Instinct. This is so much hotter, except I don't like that she takes off her shoes in a house that could have, like, rotten floorboards and stuff. I'm like, that's not very practical, Louise. That's, no. It's kind of scary. Like, you don't want to have to get a tetanus shot at the end of this, you know? But, no. Because then it cuts to her with Madame Serena, and she's like, oh, and then he kissed me. And I'm like, um, are you um, sure that's all y'all did? Y'all, like y'all did more than that. More than that. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, because y'all fucked. Come on now. He was on top of her, and she had her hands like in his tank top in and was rubbing them all over. It, it more happened than that, you know. For some reason, he was costumed by Jeff Stryker. I don't know what that was yeah. about. It's <laughs> yes. a very odd costume choice. Like, yeah. I have. Ex- expected him to just be like, "Hey, come over here and suck this big cack," and I was like, "Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> it's horrifying." I was like, "This is so bizarre," and it's just a very erotic scene. It's like all like soft and kind of gauzy looking, and there's like mm-hmm. the, the like rays of sun coming in, and it's really it's it's very erotic. You got that sexy, smooth <laughs> '80s saxophone playing the saxophone. in the background. The saxophone. It's. <laughs> That, and there's the yeah. the field of like sunflowers. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, where did they film this? This is lovely. Yeah, you know? it's such a mood. It's it really made me think that my first time was going to be as special. And let me tell you, it was not. It was not. There were it, no uh, sunflowers. It, yeah, <laughs> there, was, there was nothing like that. There were um, no saxophones. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest bummer of all was that there were no saxophones no I expected saxophones <laughs> i won't send roses yeah uh, picture it prom night 2006 that's all you're getting <laughs> it was not my finest hour that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> you were no louise mm-hmm. didn't have an amulet that's why yeah. Yeah, we didn't have that magical amulet. That's why. Oh, that amulet! Like, yeah. I, 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 I have so many questions about that. It's like it was given to her by, of course, the wonderful theater teacher, but uh, Miss <laughs> Malloy, played by Marsha Wallace, who's fabulous. Who's fabulous? You know, from the Bob Newhart show and The Simpsons, everything else. And yeah. but the, this amulet, like, apparently she has received this amulet many times in the past, and yeah. it is always it always finds her. It's just it always finds her. Finds her. <laughs> This time it was just sitting in the costume shop, you know? (laughs) Like, she had to attend this school at this specific time (laughs) and become the costume mistress just so she could see it. It's it's a lot of... It's a lot of work. It's like that. It's like that cult in um, Hereditary. It's like they have Mm -hmm. to put in the work to make sure everybody sees what they need to see at a certain time and... It's very specific. It's know? a lot of details while leaving, like, yeah. their trademark symbol all over things so everybody knows yeah. it was them. It's like, what yeah. the hell? Like, good Lord. Yeah. But I think my fa- my fa- favorite part is when the teacher's like, I met a wonderful man and I'm I'm going to leave. I'm <laughs> taking a sabbatical, but, but don't tell anybody. I'm like... I think you're required to tell the administration that you're leaving for yeah, an undisclosed I mean, amount of time, Miss Malloy. And she, she like won the lottery, and, <laughs> and she has this like Hispanic boy toy now, and some lord. And yet, the play still has to go on, even though we don't see it. But I'm it, like, who's the, directing it? I know <laughs> what's happening. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some loose plot threads in this. I mean, it's like, you have they been have to, go to a with high it. school? I don't I don't yeah. understand that. Uh, 
man. It just, uh, again, you can't ask too many questions. You just kind of have to go no. with the flow and enjoy it. You it's, do. You really do. It is a Cinderella story, you know. Um, of it's sorts, like, yes, it is. Of sorts, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's kind of a musical, but is it? Because nobody actually sings, yeah. but like. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there, there's, there's some lip syncing, if that counts. I don't know. Yeah, it's. Um, Does it, rap count as singing? That's true. Know. There is the rap battles, and I so mean, that it's, that it's, could count. It's very relevant now with Hamilton. It is a. It is you know this film came yeah. way before that, and <laughs> a trendsetter. I really, think, I think Hamilton owes a great deal of respect to Teen <laughs> to, Witch, <laughs> to for, the acclaimed formative film Teen Witch, for bringing rap to the mainstream. And by mainstream, I mean '90s gays. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That scene has just been – it's been parodied. And it, it has been mm-hmm. ev- everywhere. It was in a great um, moment in 30 Rock that I love with mm-hmm. Kenneth. And yeah. it is just all over the place, and I love it. <laughs> Supersonic, idiotic, disconnected. It's just – it's great. Who would ever really want to go and top that? I don't really give up about trying to top that. I lo- that's my favorite part. I don't really so give up. edgy. Because you can't so say fuck, so like, I don't really give up. It's like, your parents aren't here, Polly. Calm down. You <laughs> yeah, know? you can say fuck, by the way. You're not going to get a detention. And it's PG-13, so technically, they probably could have. Because I think yeah. you're allowed one fuck in a non-sexual way. Yeah. And that's a non-sexual way to say it. So, you know what? They could have said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That That is the oh. one flaw of the film, is that they that, don't the, say fuck. <laughs> the one and only... Thing that doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this magic has a sensor? That's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's very uh, special magic. It's special, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So let's, I guess, try to talk through some of this. I, 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 oh, I don't know how fun. this is going to work. This will be fun. <laughs> but, you know, of course you open with that smooth, like, saxophone again in the 80s music video. And they're dancing on the roof. And it's like a oh, very dream so sequence and hazy. and It's uh, so good. Oh. And Brad has some, like, West Side Story moves where he's just kind of lunging mm. towards <laughs> Louise and... <laughs> when they're on the side of the roof and, yeah and they're doing that thing where like he's coming toward towards her and she's backing up first of all i was like how did they how did they film that because it looks very dangerous but then i was like it's just the moves that they're doing it makes me laugh really hard they don't really go with the song like uh, hers no. a little bit because she's kind of flowy and she has the yeah. like ribbons and shit but then his are just kind of lunging at her the whole yeah. time and i'm like what what is this choreography <laughs> it's probably the only move he could do he doesn't strike me as much of a dancer so there no really, uh, no uh, like, i mean he's very hot you like we said oh you know, he, god He's oh uh, yes, ridiculously hot, and uh, it's like who hired the Sean Cody model? It's yes! unbelievable. I yes. was like, this is like because for most of these '80s films, like when they have like you know the hot guy, like a lot of them to me aren't really like that hot. Like I would say maybe yeah. like Jake from Sixteen Candles is, but then like most of them are just not. Mm-hmm. But this one, like I totally get it. I'm like, yeah, like I would cast a. Sp- sp- spell too and he's actually kind of a nice guy too which is kind of rare like he's not a douchebag like a lot it's hard to read his character because at times he's under the spell 
And it's like, yeah. how much of your personality is determined by that? Um, exactly. But yeah, he's kind of, he kind of has that Freddie Prince Jr. vibe from like, she's all yeah, that where yeah. um, even his problems are similar. We're like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I got into uh, a college, but I don't really want to go. Or um, <laughs> I don't know if my friends like me because of me or because I play football. I'm like, oh, white straight guy problems, right? You're popular. <laughs> Jesus. Let me play this world's smallest violin right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, if I don't pass the English, they're going to kick me off the football team. I I'm know. like, is, isn't it already the spring? Like, I mean, yeah, I thought football's done by then, right? Like, there's, I, I the, the time, yeah, again, this movie takes place in this, like, time warp happening. where it's hard to tell what time of the year it is. Because they go to a yeah. harvest dance at one a point, but then I think it's, yeah. like, prom at the end. It's like, I, exactly. I, some kind of, I don't know. I was like, so it's got to be October then, right? And then, yeah. But then all of a sudden, it's time for the spring play, and then the, yeah. the prom. And I'm like, it, but 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 then they have aud- auditions for the spring play before the harvest dance, and I'm like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, yeah. do they re- rehearse this for like three or four months? Like, like what yeah. is that? It's very confusing. It's it is. It's very odd. But it's all part of the charm that is. It is Teen Witch. <laughs> It was okay. The, the, it was co-written by Robin Mankin, who had mostly had small acting roles in like This Is Spinal Tap and High Anxiety, and she wrote Young Lust, which I haven't seen, but it's like a soap opera parody. So I can totally Ooh, see that based on that this. Fun. And it was also co-written by Vernon Zimmerman, who was the writer director of Fade to Black, which is kind of hilarious. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this is a departure. Talk about the range. That's range, right? That is pure range, although it does have a scene of someone on top of a very tall building. That's true. Um, it, it doesn't end quite as tragically, I would say, but I'm... No. That, wow. That's... that. Whoa. The, <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. I mean, they're both about, like, outsiders? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> connections there. But anyway, oh. okay, so back to the story. Uh, okay, so we get that dream sequence, which is, of course, a dream, and she wakes up, and uh, then we meet her brother, who is just... Oh, God. What do we even say about him, you know? MVP of the movie. So great. Um, For some reason, he talks like he's in an old Hollywood film, which I love. (laughs) Your red hot lover, Brad the Great. Oh, darling, kiss me, darling. (laughs) He just, like, he always kind of talks like this, like, oh, we got a major scoop over at the newspaper. (laughs) An odd choice, and it works (laughs) 1,000%. He commits to it. Uh, Possibly one of the best child actors i've ever seen in my life oh yeah just gonna uh, say it. joshua miller you know um <laughs> yes. near dark and halloween mm-hmm. 3 and river's edge he was in just a lot of and little then parts he in that went era. on to write the final girls right the final girls yes yeah which is amazing with his partner fantastic movie yeah so good this character just like is always eating and always has like sticky chocolate fingers and mm-hmm. it's just, just like he's kind of disgusting <laughs> like and, and yet amazing <laughs> and, at some point she walks in and he's like it looks like he's trying to make a pizza but it's yeah. like marshmallows on it with like the marinara sauce i was like that is the most disgusting thing i've ever seen in it's- my life and he's made such a big mess. It's all over the kitchen. It's it's <laughs> there's uh... like these handprints on the wall. I'm like, how did you even do that? <laughs> like, but he's just a terror because he makes fun of Louise because of her, yeah. of her poetry about Brad. All this, and, <laughs> yeah. And of course, Louise and Richie live with their two parents in this suburban McMansion. <laughs> 
And it has the giant columns and... The dad is Darren number two from... <gasps> That's uh, why I didn't look yeah. it up and I was like, why do you look mm-hmm. so familiar? Of course, yeah. of course. Darren yes. number two. This might have been one of his la- one of his last films, I think. Oh, that's sad. But what a way to go out. I mean, what a way. It's a great yeah. movie. <laughs> a cult classic, really. Exactly. Yeah. And Louise, her fashion sense is it's it's a bit conservative right now. You know, it's a it kind is. of a, re- a repressed librarian kind of mm-hmm. tweed, a lot of baggy overcoats. Um oh, her yeah. hair looks kind of like Miss Frizzle so. from the Magic School Bus. Oh, it does. And then like you said she has the great best friend Polly. But, you know, their school is just a cornucopia of interesting, colorful characters. And I don't think any learning actually goes on here, but there's a lot of rapping. There's the rapping troubadours and... That just show up next to your locker so they you can get in. <laughs> and, of course, there's the popular girls, you know, the Randas or whatever they are in this movie. <laughs> they rule the school. One of them is named Kiki, which is a name that I think only exists in like 80s, 90s films. Oh, yeah. I don't think it, no one's ever actually been named Kiki, but. Kiki did not survive the 90s or <laughs> no. in the 80s even. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it's my favorite name, though. It's so great. It's great. Because then there, there, there's that line. It's it. It was the only line I remembered from the film for years, and it's at it's kind kind of towards the end mm-hmm. where Kiki breaks her leg, and Louise goes break a leg, Kiki, and I used to always <laughs> say that for no reason, <laughs> and no one knew what the fuck I was talking about. So, oh, I love it. Break a leg, Kiki. Why, that's the only one. <laughs> and then she I does. love it. Oh yeah, it's Stupid. so good. It's so good. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, Louise also has a particularly dick of an English teacher who... Uh, what a terrible human being this guy is, you know? Literally a monster. A true monster. monster. Mm-hmm. Because he reads her poem in front of the entire class, and it's pretty racy. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not something you would want to hear read out loud in, in no. front of everybody. She's talking about, like, kissing Brad all over, which who wouldn't mm. want to do that? But I mean, yeah, duh. But he's, like, right behind her, and he's, like, super embarrassed, yeah. and then everyone's laughing. It's awful. And so she has to run out of the room. It's just, oh, it's so embarrassing. It's kind of like that scene from Never Been Kissed where she's reading the <gasps> yes. poem in front of the class. Yeah. it's, it's... Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> then you get the most amazing <laughs> sequence in the movie, in the locker room, of course, with the girls. I don't, yeah, it's, it seems like it's going to be your typical, like, who are you going to take to prom? Yeah, What's happening? Yeah. And then, no, no. Kiki runs in with a boombox and, and it's like, girls, I've got this idea for the best new cheer. And so she mm-hmm. puts on this little tape and starts to dance. And you're like, oh, that's fun. She's made up some choreography. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden she starts uh, lip syncing to this song that um, apparently everybody else knows too because they start to join in it's like a 60s uh, like beach rock number (laughs) serves up bro (laughs) (laughs) but it's called i like boys i like boys um i'm not sure if this is why it has a big gay following it's a (laughs) i'm sure it's a huge part of it but i keep thinking why didn't i just play this scene to my family when i came out it would have been so much easier but no i wasn't that smart i wasn't i should have no, been no yeah more thoughtful lots of jumping up and down and dancing on lockers and this like uh, towel <laughs> choreography that i don't fully understand I mean, it had to have taken at least like an hour to do all this yeah, stuff i'm like is this part of their gym class yeah cuz then at the end the gym teacher comes out and blows the 
whistle. So I'm assuming they have to start gym now. And I'm like, that mm-hmm. is the longest pre gym, whatever that was that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it is infectious like mm-hmm. syphilis. And, like syphilis. Uh, and <laughs> it also rots your mind a little bit, but it's a great it's, little it's, earworm. It gets into your great. brain and uh, never gets out. <laughs> I'm throwing out my dollhouse. Yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's really good. It's great. It's great. Uh, it is the bop of 1989 for sure. It's fantastic. Which brings me to this. Why is there no soundtrack to this movie? It is just I know every song. Up. It's hit after hit of. They did a couple years ago do like a musical version and they released a soundtrack for that, but it's not mm-hmm. as good as the original. Come it's on. It's not. Yeah. I've I've heard some of those and they're slightly reorchestrated a bit, so it doesn't have yeah. quite the same mm-hmm. quite the same power, you know. Um And they had apparently yeah. talked about doing a remake of this with Ashley Tisdale in like two thousand eight. And I'm uh, glad that didn't happen because uh, I just don't this is just not a movie you can remake. It's so specifically I, 1989 you know yeah i have a feeling they would probably be like well what we're gonna do is we're gonna make it a period piece so it still takes place in 1989 but we're gonna <sighs> really go crazy now and 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 have the hair even bigger Ugh, and like the valley girl like, movie which i haven't seen but i still I haven't seen it, it, it yeah. i've heard mixed things so i'm not Me sure too. what to what to think about yeah. it yet but yeah, yeah i think they would probably like overdo it and just be like aren't we fun and campy and it, mm-hmm. the thing about camp is that you can't manufacture it you know no. like no. i don't think anybody that made this movie was like you know we are making the campiest movie ever i don't think anyone thought that they are taking it so seriously and that's why it's fucking hilarious yeah i mean they were probably on coke so it all made sense of their yeah. head but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I agree. I think like they were very fueled by cocaine. Yeah, but I agree. I think they were probably just like you know this. We're gonna make a fun, enjoyable teen movie, not knowing that they were making the no. most over the top, campy <laughs> thing that has ever existed. It's there's nothing else like it. There is no. really not. I can't think no. of anything that. And comes there close. never will be. <laughs> I don't think there can be. No, it's yeah. impossible. Uh, which it, it kind of annoys me because they don't show this on TV anymore. And I'm like, Mm-mm. kids need to see this. Like, today's children I think so too. I need think to so be exposed too. to this. <laughs> yeah, like, I wonder if, like, the people in our age range that have kids now are showing this to their kids. I, I hope like so. It's it's on Blu-ray, folks. Yeah, and it looks great. It looks great. It looks great. Yeah, back to the movie. Um, I don't know. You get that great shot, of course, of Brad playing football, and this is the this is the shot, man. Oh, it is it. like it's it's basically like porn. It's just oh, like it is. tight close-ups of him like taking off his shirt, and he's like sweaty. And, and it it's already like, like a crop top. Pans up. Yeah, it yeah. Just, like, slowly pans up as he's <sighs> taking God, off his he shirt. Is... He is glistening and uh, shaved chest, and oh and man, Louise is just like taking it in. She's like a little stalker, like she's <laughs> like all of us would be, really. Let's be honest. Like, what are you doing over there, Louise? Like, yeah. don't you have some homework to do? And yeah, uh, she's just like stalking him, and and uh, and the camera yeah. lingers, like she because he he starts doing like some push ups and sit ups, mm-hmm. and it just stays there. Like, they knew that this film was going to be popular with, like, gays and teenage yeah, girls. Right. Like, that was going oh, to be yeah. the main audience yeah. here. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it is... Oh, it is... <laughs> mm-hmm. Got me a little hot around the collar. 
Then you cut to the play auditions, and Louise mm-hmm. and Brad are reading together. Brad's not very good. Brad, I'm just going to say. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fucking terrible. He's, he kind of sucks. He's like, Louise is, like, giving her heart, uh, and, yeah, Brad is just kind of like, oh, What are bro, you doing? Bro, bro. <laughs> yeah. You mean you can remove my armor? What? Also, what play are they doing? <laughs> I I have no fucking idea what they're talking about. Is it like some like magic thing? Because she like <laughs> makes his his armor fall off, and I don't know. And her name is like Dean or something. Yeah, yeah. And and, and Pop Polly's like, just re- remember, don't be Lo- Louise. Be Undine. Undine. <laughs> <laughs> Like okay, that sounds like Whatever a venereal disease or something. Be on Dean. I've got on Dean. <laughs> yeah, it it's uh, questionable. And again, this whole play subplot is strange because you never see the payoff. Like we never see the no. play because it, it no. it's just the build up to the play. Yeah. Um, and then you cut to later that evening, and <laughs> Brad like kind of runs Louise off the road on yeah. her bicycle. Yeah, uh, because he's too busy, I guess, making out with Randa or whatever. But in fairness, I, he does pull back and check and see if she's okay. <laughs> he does, and she's like, "No, I'm fine. Go away." And he's like, "Okay." But her bicycle tire has been popped. What is she gonna mm-hmm. do? Mm-hmm. And she tries to find a payphone, and that doesn't go well. And then so she she discovers this house because it's a it's a about to storm and she sees yep. this house that is a psychic reader's house and so she just walks on in and, and wants to use the phone and that's where we meet the <laughs> the magical Zelda <laughs> Rubenstein and she's playing Madame Serena who is mm-hmm. a we think like a kind of Romanian person but we soon see that's just a complete act <laughs> and uh, she drops the accent pretty quickly in about a minute and a, and a half and so she tries to read her palm and she's like, I don't have a phone, though, which is I was like, OK, great. Um, yeah. And then she's like, oh, wait, you have the gift. And she's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, on your 16th birthday, you will have the power. And Louise is like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, crazy lady. Which, fortunately, that birthday is like that night or that next day. I don't know. but Or it's... maybe it's the next month or the next week or the next year. Yeah. I don't know. Because time is irrelevant time, in teen, again, teen Witch Land. <laughs> time has no meaning. It is just a construct. <laughs> Much like the pandemic era, time has no yeah. meaning. In... This is the perfect <laughs> film for the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> things just kind of happen and you're like, oh, is it April already? What? Like, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. She has her birthday and nobody shows up and her brother's such a little dick about it no one's coming to your 16th birthday party party. (laughs) and polly calls with some like dramatic news like oh nobody showed up to your birthday because uh i guess randa had some party as well but i'm like were they gonna show up anyway (laughs) i know it's like it's like revenge of the cheerleaders yeah, birthday like, on Elm Street. Birthday yeah. on Elm Street. I'm like, keep it relevant, girls. Keep yeah. it relevant. Look at that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's like a big tragedy. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Randa is like, hey, are you going to the Harvest Dance, Louise? And she's mm-hmm. like, no. And she's like, well, my cousin's coming in and he needs a date, so you can come with us. And she's like, oh, cool. And Polly's like, hey, she actually talked to you. That's so cool. She knows you exist. She doesn't even yeah. know I exist. And so you're, you're like, oh, yay, this might be great. And then then she meets her her date who comes to her the date. door. And he David. is a, a David the loser. He has horrible hair. <sighs> and 
is like a Jim Carrey character on acid. You know, I don't know. It's very weird. But here's the thing. I'm still very attracted to him. Okay. And I- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because I didn't rem- I did not recall him being attractive, but then I was like, you know, if we did something to the hair, he'd probably yeah. look good, you know. It's He's- the hair that's weird. Because I, I, I'm very into hot nerds, and he's a yeah. he's a hot nerd. The personality yeah. kind of kills it, of course. But if he just shuts up yeah. and yeah, you know, just like stick a sock in his mouth, and he's and yeah, he's good. like get me a ball gag for David. yeah just, for David. Yeah, <laughs> he's it would make everything better. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your corner, David, and get in the leather strap, and uh, we'll talk about it later. The harness. There we go. That's the word. <laughs> See, there's a good spinoff. Yeah, because, okay, because, yes, because he, of course, David is being a total dick. And so uh, Louise decides that she's just going to be like, I wish I could just make you disappear because he's like all over her at this point. He's like molesting her, like molesting her, her. literally, like hashtag me too. And she actually says like, hey, how would you like it if someone groped you? And he was like, and and he's like, yoo-hoo, I love it. And she's like, oh, shit, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) <laughs> and then she's she makes her wish and he goes yeah. poof mm-hmm. and she has to drive the car which is Brad's car for some reason Randa lets them use Brad's car yeah is Brad okay with this yeah that's sketchy Randa that's it, really some qu- fucked up all of Randa's choices in this film are very questionable she's not so Randa's much a character kind of a as she shit. is yeah. like a, a plot device for a lot of yeah. this and that's that's okay she's ridiculous and she's yeah uh, I don't like her. And, um, <laughs> and we were talking about before we started recording, listeners, like, what? where does David go? You know, uh, does he yeah, get where, transferred where he? into, like, Freddy's dream world? Or I, I don't know, you know? Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's like he <gasps> disappears and no one ever acknowledges it. So it seems what? like he's not really very missed. What if he got sent into the leather bar scene from Freddy's Revenge? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, where am I? <laughs> like, all these the PE on. Yes. <laughs> He's like, you want to play a game, kid? He's like, yes. I don't know. Oh, that's that's the spinoff. That's what I want. <laughs> but enough about our fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that like our most like risque episode is a uh, Teen, Teen Witch. Witch. <laughs> Hot and heavy here, folks. I know. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh, we have to talk about the sex ed scene where uh, the oh, teacher God. is describing. Uh, th- she pulls out this this um, I guess umbrella, and she's like, "Does anyone know what this is?" And Rhett's like, "Um, actually, I do. It's like a Roger, a Love One, a joystick, a dong, a zipper lizard, tallywhacker, trouser snake, schlong." <laughs> And then the scene ends with them, the whole class just going, condom, 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 condom. It's like, she's like, can you say condom? And they're like, condom. So, yeah, uh, back to, you know, the car. Like you said, she has to drive it to safety because David has been pooped out of existence. We don't know where he went. (laughs) When she gets home, this is where you get the scene we were talking about earlier where Richie has basically destroyed the kitchen. Oh, it's so gross. Food everywhere. It's disgusting. But you get the best line in the movie, right? Where he's like, uh, you think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance. Dream on. You're a Nobody dog, wa- Louise. You're a dog, Louise. A dog. A dog. And then because he has said, I'm rubber and you're glue, whatever mm-hmm. happens, you know, sticks back on you. He turns into a dog. And yeah. he's like, oh, no. What am I going to do? Because mom hates dogs and she'll put me in like a pound. Yeah. And uh, so Louise just 
puts him in some bath water that has already been conveniently drawn with like uh, very bubbles. Convenient. Yeah, was he going to use that? I don't know. Was there like a time lapse that they just yeah. like did they I, cut I, to something? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. And so she puts him in there and the water reverses the spell and she's like that's weird. And yeah, I guess it's like Wizard of Oz and like the water just destroys maybe magic so. and it's like I don't, I don't know. know. Because yeah. then she she talks to Ma- Madame Serena the next mm-hmm. day and is like, I don't know how this happened. He just turned back. And she's yep. like, oh, well, you put him in water. That's why. Silly goose. Oh, silly and goose. And it's like, well, how would she have known to put him in the water? Like, how did she yeah. think like, oh, you know what might work is if I stick this dog in some water. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Like, maybe if I drown him. Like, yeah. I think that was the intention was, oh, now you're smaller so I can drown yeah. you. <laughs> I, I wish you. he just would have left him that way, really. Um, <laughs> it's just a dog. It's just, just the dog brother. The yeah. the <laughs> and the parents don't question it. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when she sees Madame Serena, of course, you get the whole backstory and about how they mm. were reincarnated and they've been friends forever. And, Louise always gets this mysterious amulet, and yeah. There's like a yearbook for witches or something. (laughs) It's amazing. Pulls out and is like, see, honey, there we are. There's me and there's you. We also learned that witches can apparently counterfeit make counterfeit yeah. money out of thin air yeah. but i guess there are there are some bugs with it because it turns out kind of wet or did she spill something on well, it i guess she spills I... the water on it okay. so it that makes, makes it like yes. so it makes yes. the ink run so it's not mm-hmm. usable yeah serena is perfectly happy to just kind of glom on to louise's powers which who can blame her you know <laughs> i know they make money and uh they give her a nice little boyfriend they make a, a toad turn into uh, oh a, yeah a guy i guess yeah but there is a catch because he can't speak but is that really a catch because just don't talk you know i mean some people shouldn't talk so it's no. cool yeah i mean <laughs> just stand there and be pretty please <laughs> louise is like experiment experimenting with her powers so she goes to this i guess abandoned carousel and yeah it first creates this like tornado and she's screaming, but then she reverses it. It's fine. And then she summons That's a nice really little cool. rain, and uh, she dances on the dances merry-go-round, and yeah, it's, lovely. it's, a, it's a nice scene. It's a nice yeah. scene. The problem with this movie, folks, it, talking about this movie, is that every scene is like two minutes. So it's like yeah. this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. A it's hard lot to like goes down, but it's hard to remember like when it goes down. Yeah, yeah. I tried to like make a rundown of everything, but it's just I don't want to get too bogged down here. You know, is this when she makes? randa and the girls like tell the truth for once yes is which that scene is great this scene is fantastic so (laughs) they're getting ready for gym again or maybe they're they've just been to the gym i'm i'm not sure yeah and she does this spell to make them tell the truth and (laughs) and at first they're like kiki oh my god your voice is so great you should totally try out for the spring musical which okay i don't think the show that they're already doing that she's already the fucking lead in is a musical so was this scene supposed to come before i I don't know it's very confusing so that so they have a spring play and a spring Mm -hmm. musical that's Mm -hmm. very odd but Mm -hmm. i will I will forgive it. Allow and for it. I will allow for it. Bang, bang on my gavel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow Judge, it. <laughs> Judge Judy over here. <laughs> Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, so she she does this sp- 
spell and they're so suddenly like, you know what, Kiki, Kiki, your voice sucks. You should never sing again. And, and she's like, what? I have an amazing voice. And they're like, no, you don't. And you know what? Your mom is an alky and we feel bad for you. And then they're oh, like, God. you skank and they throw Kiki in the pool. In the pool. Which reverses the spell. And she's like, yeah. I was just kidding. Like, yeah, like, Shut up, skank. It's great. <laughs> just like, you're a bitch. <laughs> so it's like, who are you, Princess Die? <laughs> Butt out, bitch. It's it is high camp. It's great. <laughs> it's so fantastic. <laughs> so I guess we've established that Kiki is that girl who I think we all knew in high yeah, school. Yeah, we, we knew. Yeah. Who can't really act or sing, but somehow gets cast as the lead. Somehow gets the role. <laughs> I don't know how. And let's be real, Brad can't either, but he's hot, so he, he gets the, yeah. the role. Yeah. He's like, well, he's the only one that can pass for straight, so I guess he yeah. needs to play the lead. <laughs> <laughs> then I think it's the scene with the teacher, right? With the voodoo um, doll? Isn't that the next big, big thing? It's so hard to remember. See. It is. So uh, Louise and Serena, they cast the love spell on Brad, um, or they kind of cast it, I guess. They he turn... comes to her house at some point. Yes, he, he comes to the, the house, um, and they, she's, she's kind of making two, googly eyes at him. And she yeah. kind of, again, like half cast the spell, but it doesn't really seem to do anything. Right. But yeah, the next day at school is when the voodoo doll which is just oh, a great, great sequence yeah it's fantastic because so she yeah. makes this voodoo doll of her asshole teacher and during class starts to remove the items of clothing on it mm-hmm. which forces him to take off all of his clothes <laughs> which he doesn't really seem to mind he's like no. okay all right just like it's a little hot in here isn't it and yeah then, yeah right as he's about to take off his underwear like i guess like the principal comes in and is like mm-hmm. oh what are you doing yeah and they're like we think it's best if you leave um for a for a bit because you're not well <laughs> then, now and- in a normal movie with normal rules that would have been the end of it but yeah, he no. would not be asked asked back to the school, right? Um, and that he scene would be just would have sex offender, I think. Yeah, I oh yeah, know. that scene just would have like ended. But no, yeah. it just keeps going because now <laughs> the mom finds the voodoo doll and uh, throws it in like the washing machine, right? Yeah, and, and so then he, he decides to go into into a car wash, just a car wash, step inside as car if he's wash. a car, mm-hmm. and uh, get a little uh, a little cl- cleaning, and it's wonderful. <laughs> It's great. This movie is just kind of a sequence of amazing scenes. and It really is. That's definitely one of them. It's great. And then, yes, Miss Edith wins the lottery. She runs off with Count Lagando. Anything can happen, Louise. <laughs> I love how she only talks in, like, theater teacher slang. Like, oh, yes. life's a stage. And it's like, yes. what? And it doesn't even make sense for what she was just talking no. about. Yeah. It's like, one day you're going to be fine, Louise. Life's a stage. I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> help her. Like, what? That doesn't help. But it's very true like, to life because, like you said, they do talk like that. Like, yeah. It, it, like, I think there's some, like, secret theater language they learn in theater school. It's, I, I don't know. It's so stupid. It is. It's so um, weird. So, yeah, then she's gone forever. No one asks any questions. There's yeah. no one there to direct the play. Um, yeah. So, I guess they're just fending for for themselves i guess I so know. yeah pack of wolves there yeah okay then of course the top that scene which you know oh we talked about it it's iconic you know it's, if there is one scene that you will 
walk away from this film remembering it'll have to be this one i it is hard to forget it's like they took the beat from like a run dmc song like walk this way (laughs) and then just threw these ridiculous lyrics on top of it and it's yeah i'm hot you're not and you're not if you want to get with me i would give it one shot top that that. oh my god Stop that top that i don't really give up Mm. See, Polly is a little obsessed with Rhett, you know, because I mean, he he is a snack, you know, he's, he's a, a snack, he's yeah. a he's a he's a dork, but he's a snack, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes that that's enough. And yeah. she's like, I think he's so funky, and and <laughs> and so Louise is like, Hey, why don't you talk to him? And she's like, No. So she uses a spell to make her go and not just talk, but rap to him. Rap. She's a rap princess. Um, and uh, she, I think she wins the rap contest i didn't know if that there was one but i think if there yeah. was one she would have won <laughs> yeah yep and, and red is super impressed yeah he's like damn baby girl and gotta uh, give me some of that yeah and th- that's all i can say about this that's all there is to that scene yeah you just gotta watch it to believe it it's it's, it's something. one you have to see it's it's the it's one of those scenes commitment that the yeah, it's one actors of those have is impressive it's crazy. It's one. It's it's a scene that gets posted on Facebook every once in a while, and yes. I feel like people are like, "What is this? What is this movie?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Just watch the movie, folks. You will understand, it's, or you won't. But I don't care. Just yeah. watch." It is a film worthy of watching from start to finish because there are yes. moments equally as bizarre and delightful throughout. It's great. Okay, uh, God, there's still so much of this movie. Okay, so Louise casts an, another spell with Serena yes. to become the most popular girl, of course. And then yes. we get the great song uh, aptly titled Popular Girl, Most Popular Girl. <laughs> it's so fantastic. And there's a montage. I love an 80s montage. We love a montage here at Homos oh, on Haunted Tell. It is This is one of the best. favorite. It's so it good. It is one of the finest. It's, uh, yes. The and finest. there's more rap in... It within said montage. Hey, pretty baby, won't you? Re- I don't even know. It's, Ride it's, with it's us. A lot. Come on, yeah. pretty baby, don't you put up a fuss? Looks fuss. like you really caught my eye. Jump uh, in the car so we can all. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad this? that you have it. <laughs> Why do I know this? I need help. I need oh, serious it's help. Great. Um. So. Because every yeah. pretty baby needs a popular, popular boy or something. Girl. Yeah. Girl, there it is. Yeah, yeah. God damn. It's. Oh God. Okay. It's heaven. So, it's pure heaven. At some point, they find the time to go to this rock concert. No, no, no. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, that happens before because she needs a piece of her idol's clothing to become popular. Right. See, this movie, it's like time is weird here. You don't remember yeah. what happened before what. So they go to that concert, yeah, which is by this artist named Shauna, who's like this Madonna yeah. wannabe. Yeah, it's like you know. Madonna and Tiffany had a baby or I don't know. It's, it's yeah. Like a little yeah. like dead. Debbie Gibson, maybe. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh no, maybe a tiny bit of Pat Benatar. You know, there's. Oh, it's, yeah, it's I a see that. it's a conglomeration of. Uh, oh yeah. Things, yeah. And I read that she wrote, co-wrote "Finest Hour" and "Never Going to Be the Same Again." So that's awesome. Oh, uh, so she's an icon, is what she is. She is, yeah. And uh, yeah, so Louise uses her magic power to not just get on the VIP backstage list, but to mm-hmm. have her idol look at her and give her her jacket. And of course, yeah. Polly's like, "How are you doing this, Louise?" Like, I think Polly should be asking more questions than she is. Yeah, because it's very weird <laughs> that all of a sudden this this major recording star in the world of Teen Witch is suddenly knowing who Louise is. It's yes. very odd. But Polly asks no questions. No, <laughs> she's like, and she's this just is going cool. with the flow. This <laughs> like, is great. 
and so yeah, so she uses the ch- jacket to help her with the s- spell to become popular. Yeah. And all of a sudden, um, Polly is kind of like phased out. You know, she's kind of Louise doesn't have time for her because she has to make time for everybody else in the school. Because all yes. of a sudden now she's not just popular; she's like started a cult. Because she died. Yeah. At one point, she decides to not go to school for like <laughs> yes. a day, and they're outside of her window, being like, "We want Louise. We, we want. We Louise. love you, Louise." And they have like, like signs, what? and it's. it's I'm like, it's shouldn't amazing. y'all actually be in school? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And also, Louise has gotten like a completely new um, uh, outfit regiment. Yeah. Like her she wardrobe has look. like is blown up because she has like 10 outfits in this montage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. She's a trendsetter and uh, all of a sudden everyone starts to dress like her and Polly's not having it. She's like, no, you're ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, Louise isn't like Louise is still trying to make an effort to be her friend though. So it's like yeah. Polly's really kind of being the bitch, real, really, because she's like, yeah. you don't have time for me. But Louise is actually trying to make time. But every time she does, she's like, oh, you don't want to sit with your new cool friends. It's like, calm down, Polly. Yeah. But yet now, like, Louise is, like, suddenly part of the cheerleading squad. Yeah, she's, like, fucking head cheerleader. When did this happen, Louise? I don't understand it. And then, like, Brad is, like, super into her now. And, uh... Yeah, he drives by in his uh, sports car, and they uh, take a little trip down to this dilapidated farmhouse thing that looks like it's straight out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, in a different (laughs) film, this would end with him killing her and putting on her face. But because it's a lovely film, it ends in some very erotic sexting. Oh, yes. as we I think we talked uh, about earlier, but yeah, it's it's an iconic scene, you know? It's a scene to remember is what Mm -hmm. it is. Um, Mm -hmm. A Judy Bloom. It's beautiful. (laughs) So suddenly, like, Louise is like, I don't know if this popularity thing is for me because I feel like they're only liking me because of the spell and not because of me. And Serena's all all like, oh, well, you got problems. Everybody does. Who cares? You know, like, and uh, Serena has that great kind of profound line to where she's like, you know, falling in love is just a trick anyway. You know, the right lighting, (laughs) the right music, the right haircut. People fall in love and then snap. One day it's over. I'm like, she's kind of true, girl. She's so wise. Mm hmm. Serena knows best. <laughs> Serena knows you're a <laughs> you're teenage, teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, by the Serena. way, is coming to Blu-ray, y'all. I, I don't think I, we, we need to discuss this. Drop dead. We gorgeous. Willed it we into existence. We have. We, we are made witches. it happen. We have. We made it happen. <laughs> happy Witch Month, folks. Because it's during y- Witch Month, and we made it happen. Because y'all remember back in our Drop Dead Gorgeous episode, actually back in our like first episode, we were talking about how like yeah. this movie's never going to be on Blu-ray. They're never going to give us the respect it deserves. But if yeah. they just threw it onto a Blu-ray and gave it to mm-hmm. us, we would buy it. And that's what they did because yeah. it looks like it's just going to be a very basic release and we're going to buy it. That gives me something to live for. We're kind of like the secret. We have willed this into existence. And, we uh, have. And uh, what happens next in this movie? I don't even know. So they have the Fuck, sex. I don't know. <laughs> yes, and, they, and they have the she sex. she doesn't want the powers anymore. And then it culminates on prom night where everything is not all right. And uh, it's like, yeah. I don't I feel like there's really some stuff between them. There's uh, something I... in there. Richie has all of a sudden done a 180 and he's like dressed as a bellboy now and wakes her up in the morning for some reason. Yeah, there's that. She's He's become Weird. like the perfect son. Um, mm-hmm. her, her dad comes her dad in has and like has a, a nice talk. little moment. Yeah. 
it's very 80s dad like he doesn't say it anything is. particularly but he says like that cliche line of, yeah. you know clinton uh you know kitten it doesn't really matter how other people see you it matters how you see yourself like thanks yeah, for, mr brady <laughs> it's very like danny tanner full house bullshit i think it even kind of kind of has that music underneath it too like the like sort of like synthy like sweet kind of stuff you know yeah so then okay there's the, prom. <laughs> the prom or the school dance or whatever the hell it is whatever i don't know it is. The spring i assume mu- it's the prom. musical it might be the spring <laughs> musical that is Kiki's this the play is this for. the play oh yeah. that's what we forgot fuck damn it this movie is so weird kiki oh, yeah. trips and falls and breaks her leg at some point mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. because louise says break a leg kiki and she actually breaks yeah. a leg so now Lu- louise the understudy has to step in for the role but it doesn't really matter because we never see it so who, who we cares? never see it. it doesn't really matter so that whole scene is basically <laughs> pointless because it never pays off and you can uh, yeah, re- so recut right. this scene as a horror movie like you really i mean you can recut this whole thing <laughs> as a horror really movie very can. easily like break your leg kiki yeah. break a leg kiki <laughs> Oh, um, this might be happening. I don't know. I might yeah, do that. you you should make a horror trailer for this. I, I want to see it. The horror movie. Yes, <laughs> like those Mary Poppins trailers. And, uh, yes. <laughs> I like boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Never gonna be the same again. It'll be like like how like every horror trailer now has like a song that's like slowed down oh yeah like, a like piano you know yeah it's just like or like, it's like some like sad emo girl that that's, goth that, that's yeah, just like, yeah yeah the like, Marilyn Manson version of everything yes sweet dreams are made we of these yes. <laughs> oh god yeah that's, that's what like I want to see their big thing now that's yep. perfect mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. A Man. horror remake of this would be kind of awesome. I mean, it's it basically just the I, craft, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. If you're gonna remake it, I guess I, I guess that I'll watch it that way. But um, I hope the remake of the craft is more of a remake of Teen Witch. I, I'm just, I'm just <gasps> putting it out there. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> it's like surprise. It's a campy actually, musical. <laughs> we remade Teen Witch instead. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yes. Like and when Adam Wingard was like, oh, I have this movie. Like, no. Yeah, I have this movie called The Woods coming out. Psych! It's Blair Witch Project. Yes, like that's genius. That's genius. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that would be so awesome. Let's get like a gay boy version of Teen Witch as well. That'd be great. I'm into it. Keep this on your radar when you're writing. This might be. During... I might need to do <laughs> yeah. this. I might. Yeah. The, the, this would be fun. It is this whole movie. I, it's I. It's the prom now, right? It's it's the prom, the dance, it's or the, the dance, the rave, or I don't and know. There's some sexy dance going on at this prom because there's I'm this one couple is just like grinding up on each other, and uh, it's great. I don't know. Uh, Nancy Reagan is watching from afar, <laughs> and she's not pleased, but she's whatever. Not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we all know she gave a bunch of blowjobs to get where she was. Mm. Oh, we know. Tacky she ass had bitch. to Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had got no room to talk, Nancy. <laughs> Fucking bitch. We broke Chris. Uh, oh no. <laughs> this is gonna be bad. Uh, I'm sorry to any Nancy Reagan fans, all Nancy five Reagan of you. fanatics out there. <laughs> she is a queer like a... icon. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just had a fatwa placed on me because of this. I don't know. I think there are people who like make the 
the really controversial people into queer icons, and I'm like, but, oh, I know. but why? They're they're I'm terrible. Like, like Phyllis Schlafly, I'm like, don't yeah, do like, it. Like, what did she do for us? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> she literally fought against your right to exist, but okay, if I you want to, like, hero worship her, whatever. It's like, okay, so Kate Blanchett played her. That's pretty yeah. cool, but that doesn't yeah. mean she is cool. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. You should be hero worshiping people like Louise and Serena. Yes. Because, okay, so uh, Louise Lariza. Uh, Louise La- I can't talk. Louise Lariza. <laughs> Louise arrives. That's hard to say. Louise arrives. Louise arrives at the prom. And she has this really hot, sexy, like blue, I think it's blue number. Oh, yeah. And, she looks great. Yeah, she looks hot. Mm-hmm. And um, she has decided that I guess she's going to throw her powers away or something. <laughs> Or just undo the spell. I don't know. It's not very clear yeah. what happens at the end of this movie. Because then she starts to dance with Brad, and you're like, okay, cool. That's that's it's, great. And then It's dirty dancing, basically. Right? It is yeah. dirty dancing. They, they, they don't do the lift, but they come very close, right? Or basically, do they do a lift? I, I think they, they do some sort of lift, right? They do. I don't remember. Some kind of basic there lift. There might be a not lift. Not like the yeah. full, yeah, Patrick yeah. Swayze number, it's but whatever. It's not a full one. Um, no. Baby's like only half in the corner in this movie. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Um, she's Thank corner you. adjacent. She's corner really adjacent, it. and once again, not acknowledging Polly at all. So, and but no. Polly is now acknowledged Rhett, and they're like, okay, we're gonna make this work. So I think there's mm-hmm. a happy end ending for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Polly and, Pocket uh, over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Polly. And, and yeah, so there's a dance and Serena's there. And, and, and so Louise like scoots the amulet over to her. Cause I don't know if that's going to help her get power again. I, it's very unclear. It's very unclear. Uh, Maybe it's like a it, metaphor that she needs to unlock the power within her. I don't know. I think by now they've pretty much thrown the plot out the window and they're just going more for like a, a mood and the aesthetic of like, oh, she gets her happy ending and yeah. just don't think about it. And it's, We it's need great. one more dance number and <laughs> everyone dance. will leave happy. Because the song is like the best one, right? You know? It's fantastic. It's I'm not afraid fine. to say I'm, I've changed or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how I feel. Yeah, it's, it's so many things have happened. It's too great. many times. It's so wonderful. It's, it's so good. Finest hour. hour. Oh, it's so good. Why is there not a soundtrack? Damn it! I know. So I'd be playing it's that shit all fair. the time. I mean, I still do. I, I just have to pull it up on like, YouTube. I do. YouTube or whatever, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I, they released like some tracks that I guess were from like master recordings that I found oh, yeah. somewhere, and like they're cleaner than the ones from. The film, but they're still not like pr- pristine. So I'm like, I'll take yeah. what I can get. But mm-hmm. oh, it's a damn shame. Show me the tracks, and that's pretty much the end. That's literally know? it. They dance, <laughs> and it fades to black, and you're like, yay, that was an experience. Oh, okay. And I guess the implication is that Brad still loves Louise, even though he's not under the spell anymore. Um, Some bullshit like that. I don't know. However, <laughs> is he still gonna love her when she looks like? librarian louise that's what i want to know exactly you know? i think we need a yeah. we we need a sequel is what we need yeah there's an audience it might be a very niche audience but it, you know it's I don't a nichey bitchy audience but we're here nichey and bitchy and we're here and we're I queer nichey and bitchy and manic <laughs> uh, <laughs> i feel nichey yes and so bitchy <laughs> it's it's broken me again but it's, it's so, so good, good. It it's is so good it's a masterpiece. Like, I don't see how anyone could make this film. It's just... 
Because we were talking originally and we were like, well, maybe we should cover the witches because Mm -hmm. it's like the 30th anniversary. But then we're like, well, it is camp month or a camp pick though. So we should probably go with Teen Witch because this movie is just like, it is like if you took the campiest thing you can think of and wring it out and Mm -hmm. let like the juices flow into a machine and go through a bunch of tubes and eventually it'll come out. As this pure distilled camp, you know. Yep, it is camp concentrate. Is what camp is concentrate? <laughs> camp one hundred percent pure. You can't buy this at stores. You have to order you it can't. special. This is like a Whole Foods thing. You can't just get it at like a Kroger or your corner no. market. You 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 got to yeah. get it specially made. Mm-hmm. Special ordered. It's very very and rare. It's very rare. It's like the the fluid from Death Becomes Her. Like yes, you, it's it's very hard to come by. It really is. It is. Yeah. Yes. I feel somehow I think we covered most of it. I'm sure we left out some things, but I, we skipped around, but so did the movie. So I So did the movie, yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, after this episode, we're never gonna be never gonna be the same the again. Same again. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, this movie's a little slice of heaven and everyone a needs little... to just check it out. Yeah, and in the meantime, you know, We'll be back very soon with something. I don't know, because I don't know when this episode's even going to drop, but I don't know we'll either. be back soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So keep following us. We'll, you can find us on social media, of course. We are at Homos on Haunted Hill, Homos on, Haunted Hill on Instagram and H-O-H-H Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. We do mostly horror films, but once a month or whenever we try to do one camp uh, film like this. So stay with us. We're mm-hmm. having fun or trying to, trying to find little bits of light when we can here, you know? Yes. Let us be and your joy. We'll see you whenever, folks, you know? We will. Uh, have fun. The magic's <laughs> been in you this entire time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. Goodbye.